It was a roller coaster weekend for our White Sox. They split the series with the Detroit Tigers after capitalizing on a rare miscue by the Detroit left fielder Robbie Grossman. It's nice leaving the weekend and heading to Cleveland on a high note, but the Sox were just three and four on the homestand. This is the week, though. This is the make or break week. Eight games, seven days. Can the Sox be road warriors? You are locked on White Sox. Your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Locked On White Sox. Hey, Sox fans, you are going to love this. Today's episode is brought to you by the Sports Card Investor app. Welcome to the world of trading cards reimagined. Stay tuned later in the show for more information on this awesome new tool for collectors. You're going to want to check out the Sports Card Investor app. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Locked on White Sox is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, get your rest some other time. All hands on deck. Every game matters this week. Uh, Tim Anderson is an all-star, but what member of the White Sox was denied a spot? Uh, but first, we survived another series of inconsistent play by our White Sox. Is it a matter of all's well that ends well? Uh, Chicago White Sox are 41-43, and 43, uh, five games back in the AL Central. How is your mental state uh, right now? Uh, what a weekend that was what a series that was a roller coaster uh thursday and friday uh, almost inexcusable a saturday blowout win uh, and sunday a bit of a nail biter uh, didn't look like it was going to go the Sox way especially uh, the early goings um i feel like you know this week coming up this is going to be an Alka-Seltzer week, right? This is Pepto-Bismol. This is antacids, Tums, whatever you have handy. Uh, this is a such a huge week uh, for our Sox. And of course, it's nice that, you know, they head to Cleveland here and uh, on a, on a win streak and a two game win streak, but you know, it, it's, it, you can't help but say what it could have been as a Sox fan, right? It, it could have been three or four against Detroit. And we know about that Minnesota series. But what it's done is done. Uh, and it really, it, it comes down uh, to this week. And, it, and we're going to talk more about Monday specifically with Lance Lynn on the Hill. But, you know, it was a three and four homestand. Uh, for our White Sox. And I don't know about you, but I have, have still not gotten over that Minnesota series. I haven't gotten over the triple play. 
You know, the more articles and the more quotes I read, the angrier I get. I've got to let it go. But uh, you know me, I, I hang on every pitch on every game. That's just how I'm wired. And uh, this week is going to be difficult for me. Uh, four games uh, in Cleveland in three days and then four uh, in Minnesota. Uh, Cleveland and Minnesota have not been kind uh, to our socks. Uh, and they're beatable teams. They are extremely beatable teams. Uh, the Sox should be able to go into Cleveland and Minnesota and take care of business. Um, but I don't know if it's this, you know, the stigma of, hey, we haven't been able to handle them. They've been able to push us around. I don't know what it is, but it has to change. And in Monday, it has to start. Uh, just a huge, huge week. Um, this is going to define a lot of things, I think, for our, for our White Sox, uh, where how this how this front office operates. You know, you this 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 seven games, I'm sorry, eight games in seven days heads into the all star break, of course. And, you know, I think the front office has an opportunity to, to sit back and say, OK, well, well, what do we need to do now? Well, we saw what happened with this team in Cleveland and Minnesota. We've got to make some decisions now. Who are we going to sell off or who are we going to acquire? If those conversations have not started uh, already, uh, they will definitely be had. But this is a defining uh, week. Uh, you know, there was a lot of ups and downs, uh, some great stuff happening uh, in this this weekend. Cueto, Johnny Cueto, 36 years old, uh, a gamer, cunning and guile, man. He put on a performance Saturday, uh, eight innings of scoreless baseball, what a pickup uh, by, by, by the front office to get Johnny Cueto in a White Sox uniform. I can't believe I'm saying that. You know, he has been uh, so solid for this starting pitching uh, staff. The quality starts, you know, how he has demonstrated how to do things. You don't necessarily have to go up there and throw 98 miles per hour and strike a bunch of guys out, you know, mixing things up and, uh, it's an adventure every time he's out on the mound. Thankfully, he got some run support. Uh, the Sox are are healthy, you know, but they're they're not really healthy. You know, we'll talk about that a little bit throughout this episode. You know, Tim Anderson needing time off uh, because of the All Star break. What do you think about that? You know, what did you think of the video that the Sox released uh, after Tim Anderson was announced as an All Star? Kind of odd, right? There wasn't a lot of fanfare, not a lot of reaction, a very calm, almost passive clubhouse. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to read too much into it. You know, I maybe it's just business as usual, but this is a huge deal. This is the first time the Sox have got a, a starting short, shortstop in the All-Star game uh, since 1970. And I, I don't know, you know, if, if players are going to put that in perspective, but for the organization, uh, this is a big deal. Uh, Dylan Cease got snubbed. Uh, he's not going to be going to the All-Star game. Uh, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Uh, for him, it's a big deal. You know, for his resume, uh, for his, you know, contracts. And this is, it's big, of course. You know, you, you want that. Um, I think it's such a subjective way of how they bring in these reserves and, you know, Look at Cease's numbers compared to some of the other guys that are going, especially some of the Yankees pitchers. But of course, it's the Yankees. You know, they're they're running away 
you know, with the league almost uh, and, the, and the individuals that are putting up numbers. I mean, they're a juggernaut right now. Uh, and maybe that's better TV to have Yankees out there uh, in L.A., of course, uh, over White Sox. But Dylan Cease has got the numbers. He should have been an all-star. Am I okay with him not uh, going to Hollywood? Uh, that's great. A great follow on Twitter, uh, Carl Scanberg. Uh, I, I, he said it perfectly. Uh, this is what he said. This was a great tweet. Uh, the All-Star Game is a circus. Dylan sees ain't no clown. I want him to enjoy the extra days off and come out shutting down the rest of the American League through October. Unfortunately, uh, there's going to be a guy or two looking for rest and Cease will end up on the team. Carl Scanberg hit it right on the head. Uh, there are going to be guys that are going to say, you know what, I'd rather spend the time with my family. I'm opting out. Cease is going to get the call. It happened to Tim Anderson last year. Um, but he, you know, Carl Scanberg said it, Hey, look, get your rest, Dylan Cease. You know, I know it's important to you. Great, but get your rest. We need you, uh, in this, in this stretch. And hopefully it's meaningful. This week will tell again, this, this week with Cleveland and Minnesota, um, that will be, uh, that will be telling. And, And I, and I hope, I hope it's maybe fuel for, for Dylan Cease. I don't know. I don't know what else he can do. He's pitched so well this first half uh, of the season. Uh, Sunday was a big game uh, for the White Sox. Uh, they are, you know, they're, they're going to Cleveland um, w- with some positivity, okay? Put everything aside. Put Thursday and Friday uh, the Detroit series aside. Try to block out uh, the Minnesota series. Sunday was a good win, okay? And, and let's build on that. Aloy Jimenez was involved in that Sunday win. He has returned, of course. The Sox seem to have just about everybody back. Even though uh, they are relatively healthy, they they don't seem healthy, uh, if you know what I mean. Uh, we're going to talk about that uh, more uh, in a moment. Hey, I want to tell you about Athletic Greens. I've been taking AG1, their flagship product, for a few months now and have noticed improvement in my overall metabolism, better sleep, and I just feel better. Uh, So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, is recommended by professional athletes, and trusted by leading health experts. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient Daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, Earlier um, 
in the weekend. It might have been actually on Friday or so. Ryan McGuffey from NBC Sports Chicago put out a message on old Twitter. Uh, he tweeted, the White Sox have never made the playoffs when under 500 at the halfway mark. Uh, they were 39 and 42 after game 81. Uh, there's 120 some years uh, sample size. So that was a pretty powerful statement uh, that Ryan McGuffey put out there. Uh, and you just feel it as a Sox fan. At least I do. I'm sorry. I am still saying uh, if the chemistry's right with this club, and we've heard, you know, there's a lot of different reports out there, and, you know, things pop up. Just saw something, you know, on Sunday that, you know, there might be clicks and there's no real team leaders and what's happening with management. And uh, if everything's right, and I don't know if it is, and, and if these guys can bond together and they can start, you know, living up to the potential, boy, that is a statement that I'm kind of sick of saying and hearing, living up to the potential, but it's true. If they can stay healthy, live up to the potential, they can beat anybody else in this division and they might even get out of the playoffs in one series. Not happening right now. This team just seems to, you know, you know, one error after another, one base running blunder after another, one missed opportunity after another. It needs to start going right. And and now it starts here in Monday in Cleveland. It's got to happen. Um, Socks are healthy, but they're not healthy. Uh, Tony LaRusso said that medical and training staff recommended Saturday is the ideal time to rest Aloy, which was a day game after a night game. LaRusa also said that Aloy is a little sore, but normal soreness, a good sign. Uh, and with this upcoming All-Star break, uh, Tim Anderson, of course, is your starting shortstop for the AL. He is not going to get a lot of time off, and the, the team knows it, and LaRusa knows it. Uh, this is LaRusa on uh, TA possibly getting only one full day off during the All-Star break. Uh, we're aware of that, and no, we're going to have to give him some time. Not sure uh, if we'll give it to him this weekend or during the week. We're going to have to give him a break uh, someplace. And uh, he got that break on Sunday. And the folks on uh, NBC Sports Chicago, Chuck, Frank, uh, Scotty Pods, talked about it in the pregame, postgame. Uh, and, you know, I'll get to it a little bit more in this episode. Uh, breaks are over now. Okay, this week, eight games and seven days breaks are over. You, you, you got to let it all out there on the field. Get your break in the upcoming All-Star. Now, I get it. Anderson might not have that time, but, you know, come on. He's, he's playing, what, three innings in an All-Star game? Yeah, there's going to be a lot of media and a lot of travel, but there's going to be downtime. There's not going to be the normal grind uh, on him. And frankly, it's like, as a Sox fan, yeah, I don't. I, I wish he would just take the award and say, you know what, I'm going to rest for the week, and you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go out to Hollywood. But it, I know it means a lot, and it's important to see one of our guys playing that game. But you know, I'm, I'm big picture in it here, and I just would hate for him to get hurt or, or, or something like that. Um, you know, Johnny Cueto gave you the recipe on Sunday. I'm sorry, on Saturday, eight. Uh, wonderful innings. Uh, was it something that maybe Kopech could have learned from? You know, Kopech, this power pitcher, you know, the strikeout pitcher. Was he watching on Saturday how to handle uh, some of these Detroit Tigers, especially a guy like Javi Baez? 
you know, because Kopech was a little dis- it was disappointing in that Minnesota series. Uh, he did not pitch well, and I, and I need him to start dominating the AL Central. These are teams that he's going to be seeing regularly for a while, we hope, and, and he's got to start striking some fear. And he did not look great uh, early on. Of course, Sox won uh, four to two on Sunday. And, and Kopech's numbers were as follows, five and a third innings, four hits, two earned runs, uh, three walks, four strikeouts, uh, a home run that was to Javi Baez. His ERA sits at 3.35. He was shaky early on. You know, Kopech just didn't look right. Uh, walked the first batter of the game on four straight pitches. Uh, gives up a two-run home run to Baez in the first. Baez loves it, by the way. You you watch this. Man, he loves playing the villain. Eats it up. The booze, everything. Boy, he is a perfect wrestling heel. He really is. Uh, Kopech's velocity, sitting in the low to mid-90s. He didn't have that same pop. Finally started to figure out that slider a little bit. Uh, La Russa went kind of early, I think, maybe, to a, a lot of fans' uh, perspectives. Went early to the bullpen for Lambert. Uh, had Lambert warming up even, you know, the inning before. And then pulls Kopech uh, with one out uh, after a one-out walk in a one-run game in the midst of facing the middle of the order a third time. Kopech was only in like 82 pitches, something like that. Uh, and this is what Michael Kopech had to say after the game. Uh, a little bit of a grind game today, but happy with how we were able to compete and stay in the game. I didn't have my best stuff today. Probably one of the games where I consider having my worst stuff. Uh, there were some positives in there. Found my slider today. Uh, but with working with what you got, you got to get as deep as you can to give your team a chance to win. I didn't get super deep today but I felt like I was able to fight with what I had. Uh, And that's, you know, hey, that happens. I've talked about it on this podcast, and, you know, Stone has talked about it on the telecast on NBC Sports Chicago. It is actually rare when a starting pitcher has his best stuff or has his A-plus stuff. It it doesn't happen very often. You know, it, it... you're going out there not feeling great. You don't have a you don't have a sense of maybe the strike zone. You don't have a feel for your breaking pitch or your fastball. Uh, you're feeling off. You have to figure out other ways to get the job done. You might have to go to different pitches that you didn't expect. Maybe you have to rely on a little bit of contact. You got to rely on your catcher. Maybe have those conversations with Ethan Katz in the dugout. Hey, I don't have it today. What's Plan B? Maybe and and hopefully that stuff is all figured out. Uh, ahead of time, but it, it happens. And, you know, we've seen Michael Kopech with his A plus stuff. Uh, so if this is true and he really was like, you know what, I did not have it at all. And he was able to grind the way he did, you know, good job on him. Uh, Lambert came in, uh, was able to get the job done. Lopez coming in the game, throwing 98, 100 miles per hour. That had to have been a shock to the system for Detroit after seeing kind of low 90s. Um, socks off. You had Graveman that also came in and then Hendricks, which was big because we haven't seen Hendricks in a while. And uh, that's important to get those guys. I think some, some action before this big week, uh, socks offensively, not a lot going on early, uh, but four runs, seven hits, one extra base hit, uh, sheets with that big home run in the sixth, 
Uh, two walks, Sacks struck out four times and were three for six with runners in scoring position. It really came down. I mean, after that Sheets bomb that tied things up in the sixth, that was huge. Good to see him swinging the bat uh, well. Grossman, Robbie Grossman for the Detroit Tigers, made an error in left field. He hasn't made an error in several years. It was in the eighth inning. This happened with two outs. Uh, I hope, if you haven't seen this, go back and watch at least the eighth inning. It was great uh, from a Sox perspective. Uh, and how many times have we screwed up as a, as a team? And the other team has capitalized on us. It was nice to see the White Sox capitalizing on a mistake made uh, by Detroit in the eighth inning with two outs. Robert hit the ball. Uh, Grossman lost it, uh, hit out of his glove. Robert was able to make it to second. Uh, Pollock comes up as a pinch hitter with a huge opposite field, seeing guy single. Aloy Jimenez with a base hit to right field. Uh, that error was turned into two uh, runs. Great to see the Sox taking advantage of that. Uh, that's a good sign. Uh, not necessarily maybe the way you wanted to win it. You know, maybe you, great. The Sheets home run was great. Maybe you wanted to see the Sox do it on their own and not get help. But that's the way baseball is. It's a goofy, goofy game. And the Sox capitalized. Uh, the picture, folks, should be very clear after this week. Are the Sox buyers or are they sellers? It all starts tonight. Uh, more on that in a moment. Welcome to the world of sports cards reimagined. The Sports Card Investor app is the hobby's most powerful resource. Quickly check the value of your favorite cards, find great deals, and profit from the hobby you love. Available completely free in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. The Sports Card Investor app is a must-have for baseball fans. Easily browse over 630,000 cards from every sport with hundreds more added each week. Check the latest values of your favorite cards with 7-day or 30-day charts. Find the best prices and buy directly through the app with our eBay Deals feature. Plus, it's completely free. Whether you're a casual card collector or looking for exciting alternative investment opportunities, the free Sports Card Investor app has something for you. Uh, with the free Sports Card Investor app, you can pull out those old cards of your favorite childhood players and see how much they are worth today. I'm telling you, this is a lot of fun. If you've got bins and boxes in your basement, crawl space, wherever, Get those cards out. I was going through some cards, you know, some Carlton Fisk and, and Jack McDowell and Harold Baines and Frank Thomas. Uh, it's great. Uh, try it out. Download the Sports Card Investor app today. Available for free in the Google Play and Apple app stores or go to sportscardinvestor.com slash locked on. Folks, it starts on Monday. Lance Lynn on the mound versus Cal Quintrill for Cleveland. Uh, Lance Lynn has not pitched against Cleveland this year. Uh, pitched four times against Cleveland last year, uh, three at home and once in Cleveland. Uh, his last time against Cleveland was on September 25th, 2021. He went six innings, gave up six uh, earned runs. Uh, Cal Quantrill, uh, we have seen him. Uh, he has a record of 0-1 with an ERA of 2.03 and 20 strikeouts in eight appearances against the White Sox in his career. However, Sox saw Quantrill back on May 10th. Uh, he went six and a third innings pitched, gave up nine hits and four 
runs. Sachs should have plenty of video on him, as do the Guardians on Lance Lynn. I haven't been overly impressed with Lance Lynn. I feel like he's still working back from something. Uh, this is the game, though. We need him. You know, this is the guy that we brought in. Uh, we need him as a gamer. Need him to go at least six, uh, if not more. Uh, Scotty Pods, you know, has talked about it. Frank Thomas talked about it in the post game on NBC Sports Chicago. Uh, all hands on deck, no rest. Uh, this is uh, what Gavin Sheets had to say after Sunday's win. Get after it. We got a couple of games, and then we got a four-day break. Could be a tough stretch, but we got a break coming. So there's no reason for us not to get after it and get some wins. Uh, this is Liam Hendricks. Just inside this clubhouse, Again, that sense of we are better than everybody else and we can do this. We need to get that mindset back. And that's something we've had spurts of, but hasn't really caught fire yet. I'm hoping games like yesterday and Sunday in a row will help spark that fire a little bit. I, I hope it's a lot. I hope it's a raging fire and I hope it starts on Monday. Uh, no more complaining. You know, yes, we're all sore. We need everybody out there uh, and we need to see the potential. We need to see the results. Uh, it all starts now. Folks, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen, Lockdown MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on MLB Stars of Tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Coming up on the next episode, I'll recap Lance Lynn's performance and hopefully be talking about a White Sox winner. I really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski, and until next time, go Sacks.